You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, big shout-out to our Sports Byline affiliates around the country listening in today and to the servicemen and women out there. Listen on American Forces Radio Network, getting a little taste of home from Speeds, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got a good show for you on a Tuesday here at Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. I got my main man, Chris Bavona, the manimal, with me on the ones and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam. I got to tell you right now in this little intro, right now, if you have J.D. Martinez of the, well, formally of the Detroit Tigers in your lineups. Get him out right now before the Tigers game. We have breaking news. He has been traded to the Arizona Diamondbacks as the MLB trade deadline heats up. It looks like he's going to Arizona for three prospects, and uh, that could make that Arizona D-backs lineup very formidable. We'll get into that in a hot second. I'm going to be spotlighting a different team. As you know, we're in the AFC West this week. We're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. It'll be a great chance for me to talk about my quarterback theory here in the NFL. Also, you know what it is. We've got that sports greatest of all time movie tournament bracket right now as we put the fun and functional sports radio. I'm going to tell you right now, a one seed is in trouble. The one seed in the basketball region, there has been no upsets of a one seed just yet, but Hoop Dreams is in a little bit of trouble. We'll talk about that. If you want to find out yourself, check it out. Go to FNTSY Radio on Twitter. You could always holler at me, ask me questions follow your boy speeds at spitting speeds on twitter as well and then later on in the show we're going to talk about the nba summer league mvp think about it guys if we're going to be talking about the nba summer league mvp who else could it be but the triple b big baller brand my man lonzo ball we'll get into that a little bit later on as well but if you didn't know already jd martinez has been traded to the arizona diamondbacks when we get back i'll get into a little bit more baseball news news and notes around major league baseball as the trading deadline approaches dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician right here fantasy freestyle let's go Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. The week of the strong, who got it going on? 
You're dead wrong. You know what it is. This is your boy Dane Martinez here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My man Chris Bavona with a little Biggie and Eminem bringing you in. It's that dead wrong track. Let me tell you something. You are never dead wrong if you download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, okay? Let me tell you why. You don't only get the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez. You get things like the DFS lineup lock show, okay? Benny Riccardi and Tony Sincata. You get Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, Greg Sussman. You get Roto Experts in the Morning, my man Matt Modica, Corey Parson, the King, Scott Angle, okay? This is what you get. You get On Target Fantasy, which was voted and won the award for FSWA Best Radio Show of the Year in the Industry, okay? You get that every day with the Fantasy Sports Radio Network at my man, the all-in kid, Joey Pisapia. And, of course, Benny Riccardi working hard there. This is what you get, and you get it all for free. That's what we do is help you out. For example, we were the first really to report out there on radio that J.D. Martinez has been traded from the Detroit Tigers to the Arizona Diamondbacks for three prospects. Now, listen, J.D. Martinez only started his year on May 12th is when he debuted because he had a foot injury, okay? But in only 57 games, this dude already has 16 home runs and 30. 39 ribbies. If you pace that out, we're talking about a 35 to 40 home run and about 110 RBI campaign. This with an OPS of over a thousand, the man is hitting 305. You put that right now in the heart of that lineup with Paul Goldschmidt and Lamb. And what? I think the Diamondbacks are thinking they can go ahead and try to challenge and keep it with the Dodgers all season long. And part of the reason that I love this move for Arizona. It's because of my man, Robbie Ray. I've been telling you, you know, people thought that the Arizona Diamondbacks rotation was Zach Greinke and not a lot else, right? The way Robbie Ray has been pitching this year, he is a legitimate number two in a playoff series, the way he's been pitching. And I think the Arizona Diamondbacks, a la Jake Seeley, are pushing their chips all in like the all-in kid. We have more news today, though. This is very, very interesting. Astros shortstop and potential MVP candidate in the American League, Carlos Correa. And I got to tell you, the shortstop personally on my fantasy team has uh, thumb ligament issues. He is going to have surgery. He is going to be out six to eight weeks. That is a huge blow to the Houston Astros and to fantasy owners. Go out right now. Scour whatever you can for the shortstop position. Listen, interestingly enough, the Perennial AL MVP candidate Mike Trout had the same exact um, issue with his thumb, okay? He had the procedure, and he missed seven to seven and a half weeks. If you look at your schedule right now and season long, if this is a redraft league, that puts you pretty much all the way to the last week of the regular season. Hopefully, though, if you make the fantasy playoffs, Carlos Correa will be back for you. Also, we have word that in Cleveland, Indians pitcher Danny Salazar, he could be back this week, and now they're saying coming back from a shoulder injury, they're saying that he is going to go back into the rotation, it looks like. I kind of think he's going to wind up not replacing Clevenger's spot in the rotation, but either um, Josh Tomlin or Trevor Bauer. But the one thing I want to mention, okay, there were reports before Salazar went on the DL that they were thinking about using him out of the bullpen. Keep that in mind, especially if the Indians wind up once again in the Major League Baseball playoffs. I think that's what's going to happen. Remember the way Tito Francona, I hope he gets well soon, 
manages the back end of that bullpen. Remember with Andrew Miller going in the seventh or eighth inning. If they add another fireball power arm like Danny Salazar to pitch the seventh, it could be very interesting. We shall see. They're going to tell him the the plan for him moving forward today, coming back from that shoulder injury. A lot of buzz around the trading deadline. Obviously, the J.D. Martinez trade is very big. There is also a little bit of smoke that the New York Yankees are not complete uh, in terms of trying to address their first base situation. Remember, they traded for the Milwaukee Brewers prospect Garrett Cooper last week. There is now news that they are in talks with the Oakland A's, excuse me, about Yonder Alonso to potentially play first base, and it seems like the A's are scouting the minor league system of the Yankees very heavily. The last thing I will let you know is uh, today the Pirates have also activated Starling Marte. Remember, Marte got suspended for 80 games for violation of a performance-enhancing drug policy, okay? That suspension is over. The Pirates have activated him. This is a guy coming into the season who was potentially listed as a top 10, top 15 outfielder in fantasy baseball. I checked today. He has gone down. His ownership percentage is down to 78%. Right now, if you are at the bar, I see people at the bar right here at Rock and Riley's in Studio 34, the home of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're at the bar with four of your friends, five guys or five ladies hanging out at the bar, one of you is in a fantasy baseball league where Stalin Marte is available. Go out and get him if you can. It's not an injury. Remember, it was a suspension. Last night in DFS baseball, I told you about, you know, I would go with Lance McCullers, blah, 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 that he was the high-priced guy, but that there were ways to beat him. And I told you if you had the stones to do it, my man was Herman Marquez at Colorado pitching against the horrible offense that was the San Diego Padres. I was fading that San Diego offense, and if you listen to me, it probably worked out for you. He went six and two-thirds innings, giving up three runs. He struck out nine, though, got you a quality start, which they count on FanDuel. Also got the win as the Rockies beat the Padres 9-6 last night. Far better than the effort you would have got out of Lance McCullers. That's why I help you out day by day so you can win that cash so you may say self who should i start tonight well listen tonight clayton kershaw is on the hill for the los angeles dodgers he is at twelve thousand seven hundred, and everybody would say that's exactly where you should go however if you listen to this show and if you listen to my man benny riccardi on the dfs lineup lock show one thing we say he's facing the white Sox. we say the white Sox hit well against lefties and horrible against righties That will be tested today against the best lefty on the planet in Clayton Kershaw. But I think it's enough cause for pause to maybe not spend the 12700 on him. Um... My man Robbie Ray, though, is pitching tonight as well. 10400 That's a lot. And I know it's at Cincinnati in the Great American Small Park. But you know I love Robbie Ray and his strikeout upside. That uh, locker room is probably also bolstered with the news of their J.D. Martinez acquisition as well. If you're looking a little cheaper, how about Brad Peacock on the Houston Astros at 9200 Listen, in his last five starts, he's gone 27 innings total. Struck out 36 guys, only given up five runs. And remember, he's getting stretched out. If I, I told you about him a couple starts ago and he only went five and two-thirds couldn't get that quality start they have stretched him out he's gone six or better the last two spots I think you know Peacock against the Mariners could be an option as well also just real quick 
want to note for you that uh, in that Mariners game, Kyle Seager is hot. He um, has kind of underperformed all season long. If you haven't been season long, you understand you've probably been waiting for him to get hot. He has homered in three straight games, so maybe it's time to get back onto the Kyle Seager bandwagon. The last point I wanted to make today as we talk about Major League Baseball, and I was going to make this point as it related to the Jose Quintana trade. I never knew that today, right before we would go on air, we'd have breaking news of yet another example. This is the time of year, and I'm talking right now specifically to people who are in like AL or NL only leagues. The trading deadline, you got to stay focused with moves like this, okay? Because there are trades when people switch leagues, like Quintana went from the White Sox to the Cubs. If you're in like, if you're in an NL only league, all of a sudden, Jose Quintana, a possible top 20, top 25 starting pitcher, is now in your player universe. That's why you save your fab budget for things like this, okay? So you could blow it out for a top 20 pitcher. Right now, J.D. Martinez, if you're in NL only, all of a sudden, J.D. Martinez is viable with your fab budget, okay? Spend whatever you have to spend. This is a top 15 outfielder. My man is on pace for something like 40 home runs in a season, if that's what he was going to do. He's hitting over 305. He's going to a good lineup. This could be big. That's why you save your fab budget. It could also happen in the next week with a guy like Sonny Gray with a guy like Carlos Gonzalez. So keep an eye on that. When we come back, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to go into the NFL. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. I am actually very low on the Denver Broncos this year. And you're going to find out why when we come back. We got uh, Mob Deep taking us to break. That's Chris Pavona, the manimal, putting it on you. Dane Martinez, when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. RotoExperts.com Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package Brand new for 2017, RotoExperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long. It's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year. Hell, you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty-handed. The Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high-stakes leagues. Plus, you get private access to the fantasy executive snapchat where you can interact with me directly head on over to rotowespers.com and sign up for the executive edge fantasy football package chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the executive edge fantasy football package powered by rotowespers.com Fight the power, people. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to give a shout-out to some of our sports byline affiliates. We're going to break down the Denver Broncos a little bit later in this segment, so big shout-out to anybody listening on 102.3 FM in Denver on KDSP and also in Aspen, Colorado, out there on 106.1 FM KN. F-O, a big shout out to you. I want to give you a little bit of love because unfortunately I'm not going to be loving on the Denver Broncos in a hot second. But first, we do have news in the NFL because this was the deadline day for um, 
teams to potentially come to an agreement with their franchise player, okay? So this was the deadline, and that on a uh, offensive side of the ball affected two guys, Kirk Cousins and Le'Veon Bell. Neither one of those guys agreed to a long-term deal with their team. On the Kirk Cousins issue, remember, this has been going on for literally years at this point. Kirk Cousins will play for the franchise again, the franchise tag again. He actually said, though, that he was close to potentially taking a long-term deal with the Redskins and that ultimately Washington is where he wants to be long-term, but that he needed more time after the offer was finally on the table for him to kind of, you know, go through it and actually, in essence, vet the organization before deciding if he wanted to stick with them on the long-term deal that he was offered, okay? Now he's going to be on the open market next year, and I think that is going to be very interesting. I think he's going to get a ton of money on the open market next year in free agency. And don't sleep on a guy on a team like on a on another quarterback, a guy like Matthew Stafford, who might also have the opportunity to hit the open market. The other guy that this was definitely in play for was Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, my number one overall player in all of fantasy football this year. You also know him as Juice. We've been playing his tracks and talking about him potentially going to the prom with some fans, if you remember that, a few months back. Yo, Pittsburgh offered him a five-year deal that was averaging over $12 million a year, but he did not sign the long-term deal. I told you, my hot take here is that I think both sides should wait. On the Steelers' side, you wait for a running back because he uh, um, you know, is always could be injury prone. He already had an ACL surgery. He's been suspended for marijuana in the past. But if I was Le'Veon Bell, I'd wait also. I'd wait to see what big Ben Roethlisberger is doing in the long term. Because if he walks away in the next year or two, why would I want to be saddled with a long-term deal on a, with a contract on a team that does not have an answer at the quarterback position? I also got to let you know, guys, that... um. Zeke Elliott continues, continues to be in the news about things that are off the field. Today he was in court appealing a speeding ticket. But what was very interesting is that Cowboys owner Jerry Jones came out today and made some comments. And it sounds like he's kind of backing up Zeke Elliott and and, and, uh, defending his Pro Bowl running back, saying things like, oh, this is just hard in this age of social media, saying things like, oh, it's hard when your guy like Zeke Elliott is like a rock star in terms of the attention he's getting. Oh, he doesn't want to speculate on the outcome on any of the issues that are you know kind of in the news right now surrounding Zeke I'm telling you there's also reports now out that maybe he did not punch anybody at that bar over the weekend remember I told you guys yesterday that TMZ reported that there were witnesses saying that he did in fact punch them and this is just getting all sorts of convoluted I told you yesterday or last week though that this would not impact my decision to take Ezekiel Elliott as the number three overall running back this year in fantasy football. However, that is based off of like a one or two game suspension. If he winds up missing a longer period of time, we may have to revisit that. The last thing I want to mention before we get into the Denver Broncos here is Anquan Bolden is said to have met with a mystery team about potentially playing with them for the 2017 season. Now, if you remember about Anquan Bolden, he already said he wanted to be down south. Remember, he was with the Detroit Lions last year. He wants to be down south, and he wants to play for a contender. I have an interesting potential landing spot. This is pure speculation by your boy Spees, the spitting statistician. But what about the Atlanta Falcons? 
Do you trust that Mohamed Sanu or Tyler Gabriel could, in fact, repeat their career years of last year? Are you guaranteeing that Julio Jones would be healthy? Couldn't they use a red zone, a third down kind of target? Remember, Anquan Bolden led the Lions last year with 22 red zone targets. I think that could be, you know, remember, uh, Matty Ryan used to have like Tony Gonzalez as a kind of similar safety blanket. Anquan Bolden, I think, would be amazing in that role and would actually impact my thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons this year. That's where I think it could be. Let me know if you think it could be something slightly different. Let's keep it moving, though. Let's go to the Denver Broncos. I believe, I'm going to tell you right now, I believe the Denver Broncos are prime for regression this year. I do not understand how the over-under win total for the Denver Broncos this year is at eight and a half wins. I do not think this is a nine and seven team. If anything, I think this team actually occupies the basement of the AFC West. And the reason why why is because they have the worst quarterback play in the AFC West. I am not sold on the seventh round pick out of Northwestern, Trevor Simeon. Neither are the Denver Broncos. I am not sold on the first round pick of last year, Paxton Lynch. I don't think the Broncos are either. Remember, I have my theory about quarterback play and what that means for teams in the NFL. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know about this. I would rather be a team that knows that I don't have my quarterback or that just tried to get my new young quarterback this year than a team that is kind of saddled with having invested something in their quarterback position already and is sort of on the precipice of knowing that they don't have something. For example, I'd rather have the Cleveland Browns, the Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears quarterback situation. They just got guys in Deshaun Kaiser and Deshaun Watson and even Mitchell, don't call me Mitch Trubisky, who they think could be the guy. So the optimism is still there at that part of the cycle. When you have these ascending young quarterbacks, you're great. When you have the sunsetting quarterback, at least you know you need to start to make plans for it. I actually think that the Denver Broncos have, you ready for this? The worst quarterback situation in the entire NFL. Them and the Los Angeles Rams, who are still figuring out that Jared Goff is not the answer. Give me any other team, even the New York Jets. I'd rather be the New York Jets because I know I'm getting my quarterback next year, whether it's in free agency with a guy like Stafford or Cousins that I've mentioned, or they're going to spend the top five pick on the quarterback position. I'd rather be the San Francisco 49ers that thinks they're going to get their quarterback next year. Ahem, maybe Kirk Cousins, or we'll also be drafted in the top five and get one of the studs that come out next year. If you're the Denver Broncos, you can't do that. You just spent a first-round pick on Paxton Lee. I think that is crucial, and because of that, I think Denver is doomed for the next few years, and when you have guys like Derek Carr ascending in that division, when you have a stable team like the Kansas City Chiefs that's going to be in the mix, and when you have a team that I think is ascending in the Los Angeles Chargers, that means I think the Broncos will be in the basement of the AFC West. You clearly fade this quarterback position. Also, they just lost Russell Okun in free agency. That's their left tackle. That does not bode well for their offense of line either. I'm also for fantasy purposes fading their running back position this year. Listen, at running back, going for the Denver Broncos this year, you got incumbent C.J. Anderson. These guys got Jamal Charles in the offseason, okay? But Jamal Charles is coming off knee injuries for the last couple of years. He is turning or is already. This is his age 30 season. He is not what he used to be. And remember, there's also the young second-year player, Devontae Booker. I think these guys may be okay for their NFL backfield, but this is going to be a straight committee. You need to keep your eye on the Denver Broncos running back situation. I would not be surprised 
surprised if you see C.J. Anderson wind up with like 700 yards. If you see Jamal Charles wind up with like 700 yards. If you see Devontae Booker wind up with like 300 yards. But guess what? That means none of them will become a week-to-week guy that you could roll out there with confidence in your fantasy football team. I think the share of the running back room is a problem when it comes to fantasy goodness for the Denver Broncos. On the flip side, I think the fact that you get an even share at the wide receiver position for the Denver Broncos is a very good thing, okay? We're talking about Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Manny Sanders. DT, Demarius Thomas, was 16th on the board last year, the 16th best wide receiver. This guy had 90 catches, 1,083 yards, and five touchdowns. A little bit lower was Manny Sanders at 21st. You know, on the player radar last year among wide receivers. And this guy, similar numbers, 79 catches, also five touchdowns, also over a thousand yards. And he only had seven fewer targets, okay? This is why I love Demarius Thomas, but I am high on Emmanuel Sanders because I think he represents more value. He is going lower in ADP. He is going lower in auction. And with only six or seven fewer targets in the season, there's no reason on a week-to-week basis he can't outperform Demarius Thomas. Listen, I think Demarius Thomas is a low-end wideout one, a high-end wideout two, okay? But Manny Sanders can also be a wideout two or a high-end wideout three, and you can get him for far better value. There is no one in the tight end position that I think we need to worry about when it comes to the Denver Broncos. Remember, they did draft my man Jake Butt, who has now signed an endorsement deal with Charmin, uh, you know, toilet paper. But, um, you know, there's no one that you really want on the tight end position, okay? Like I said, Vegas has the Denver Broncos as eight and a half wins. I do not think they are going to get there. I lean under because this is a quarterback driven league. I do not think that Simeon and Lynch will get it done right now. You guys on the poll question, you guys also agree. 59% of you think that the Broncos are just a purgatory 500 kind of team. 10% of you actually right now think that the Broncos are going to fall so far from grace that they are a threat to pick in the top five. I think that is very interesting. What we're going to do, though, when we come back, we're going to get my man Chris Bavona's thoughts on the mile-high Denver Broncos. I'm also going to tell you who my diamond in the rough and who my Fugazi is for the Denver Broncos. We're going to do all of that. Then we're also going to talk, like I said, about the MVP of the Summer League. We're also going to talk a little bit about the sports movie brackets, okay, because we've got a one seed in some trouble in the basketball regions. Check it out on Twitter, okay? Hoop Dreams versus Above the Rim. Go out there on Twitter and vote right now. FNTSY Radio, Spittin' Speeds. That's your boy. When we come back, we'll talk about a little more fantasy freestyle. Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We were talking about the Denver Broncos a little bit. What I want to do is give you my diamond in the rough and my fantasy fugazi for the Denver Broncos. And maybe you could have you know, guessed it based on uh, the last segment. But my diamond in the rough for the Denver Broncos is wide receiver Manny Sanders. I think he just represents great, great value, okay? Like, for example, and I'm, I'm a victim of it myself. I'm a victim of it myself. In my rankings, I got D. DT is wide out number 17, and I have Manu Sanders at wide out 32. That's a big gap. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, is kind of the same way. He has Demarius Thomas as his wide out 14, but has Manny Sanders as his wide out 30. There's not that big of a gap, especially when you consider things like touchdowns are fluky. They both had five touchdowns last year. What happens if Manny Sanders gets eight and DT gets six this year? You know, it's completely different. That can make up the, the, the gap right there. I look and see that they both were within seven targets of each other last year and I think the value for the Denver Broncos in terms of the wide receiver position is definitely Emmanuel Sanders when it comes to the Fugazi for the Denver Broncos listen you know I'm gonna ask um hey Chris Bavona you're the movie guy we're gonna get into the movies a little bit later on do you remember the Eddie Murphy movie the distinguished gentleman Yes, when he went I to con- seen it in a while, fair though. enough. He goes like to Congress. What happens is this guy who's had like four terms in the Senate or in Congress, whatever it is, like dies, and he winds up. But he has like the same name as the character of Eddie Murphy. Okay, so Eddie Murphy runs on like this pure name recognition campaign. He doesn't have any ads that show him as an African American man or anything like that. He's just all his ads is just like Jeff Johnson, the name you know. And I fear like this is that's what happens with my Fugazi for the Denver Broncos. Okay, and that guy is Jamal Charles. Do not be fooled by the name you know. Do not be fooled by the name recognition. Like I said, there are knee issues here. This guy tried last year, could not get back. He is over 30 years old he's moving to a different team and a different scheme like don't get fooled in your draft you know when you're later in the if even if you're in the seventh round okay the eighth round you're like oh jamal charles is still there i need him no you don't speeds the spitting statistician is here to tell you jamal charles forget about him he's a fugazi he says it's a fugazi what's a fugazi what what is fugazi well fugazi means uh phony that's right i think he's the guy you need to forget about on the denver broncos hey chris my man the manimal i'd love to get your thoughts on the denver broncos do you think like i do that it comes down to the quarterback position is i mean listen their defense is absolutely great i think they have the best defense in the national football league but akib talib and chris harris jr they even had career years for them last year even in their strength in the secondary there could be some regression i think they are primed being led by simeon and lynch to not make the playoffs and only win about six games i have them in last place in the afc west what do you think manimal i definitely think they're going to be uh if not the not dead last second to last place with the uh with the chargers my problem is that um what you said the running backs are an issue obviously quarterback is an issue and those two right there because listen i had cj anderson last year on my dynasty team he's gone i got rid of him i don't want any of him i don't want i I do not even care about Paxton Lynch. You're right. I think they're going to be terrible for at least another couple of years. And in that, I know you said you like uh, Emmanuel Sanders. 
I can't see him having a good fantasy year when you when you don't have the dynamics of having a running game or a quarterback. Sure. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Chris. I will say this, though. These guys, both Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, were able to have strong years last year, finishing, like I said, as like the number, what, what was it? Let's see. As like the number 16 wideout for DT and the number 21 wideout for Emmanuel Sanders. And they did that last year with no running game. They did that last year with Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch as their quarterback. I agree with you. And, and, and let me clarify in the running back position. I think C.J. Anderson, if healthy and getting the ball, could be okay. I think the same for Jamal Charles. The thing is, I just don't trust them because of their injury concerns. And as an NFL team, I think they'll be okay for their offense. But the thing is, you'll, you're not going to know which one of them is going to wind up being the lead back in Denver. So there you have it on the Denver Broncos. But let me tell you something. Some people are focusing on their upcoming drafts a little bit later on this summer. You, however, know the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at rotoexperts.com. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and Fantasy Football Writer of the Year, Scott Engel. Nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley. 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. We got depth and upside with guys like Frank Stanfield and Mike Florio. We bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the championship. So get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package at rotoexperts.com. Be sure to enter promo code FREERADIO at checkout for your discount. I also would be remiss if I did not mention my man, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. He has the Executive Edge Super Premium Package, okay? Auction values, draft reviews, video packages, He's also doing Snapchat with you if you wind up uh, signing up for this package. He's going to give you all the information right when you know it, even via Snapchat. Okay, I'm riding with this because you could even use the promo code DANE and you will get a special discount there. Go to rotoexperts.com slash executive for that uh, Executive Edge Super Premium package. One other thing I wanted to mention here in football real quick. I've been wanting to mention this for a while. Do you remember when the draft came and I was talking about Martavis Bryant on the Pittsburgh Steelers and how he was like on Twitter talking about how Juju Smith-Schuster was actually the replacement for Eli Rogers and they were going back at it. I went hard on Martavis Bryant because I said, listen, he had just come back from you know, suspension. And that is not the way to like ingratiate yourself to your teammates. Well, I don't know that he's learned. Okay. Because we now have in the news, Martavis Bryant talking again. And on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who do you think is like the worst person to be in the media talking about? He's going after Big Ben Roethlisberger. He says, because remember last year, Big Ben did in fact say that like, you know, Martavis has to kind of win back the trust of the team after kind of letting them down last year because he was suspended for the full year for substance abuse. So Martavis... The only way to explain it is he feels some kind of way about this. He says, and I quote about Ben, we should have a man to man. Some of the things he put out there about me, I don't agree with how he did it. So we need to sit down so I could hear his opinion man to man about why he decided to do that. Challenging the potential Hall of Famer quarterback and undisputed leader of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben 
actually responds already says it was more than just me he has to win back everybody's trust i hope he comes up to me and we could go talk in private after that he has to show me with his work ethic and staying clean that he cares yo i'm telling you remember when we did the steelers preview my fugazi for the steelers was martavis bryant because i thought he would be involved in too much drama i couldn't count on him to not get suspended i couldn't count on him to not get surpassed by juju smith schuster or eli rogers and this is not the way to go about it i do not care if martavis bryant is that incredible threat that he is over the top with yards after the catch this guy has the second highest yards per reception in the nfl since he came into the league in 2014 behind only deshaun jackson but i don't think it matters i think his leash is very short in Pittsburgh. So keep an eye on this. And it gives me pause to go ahead and select Martavis Bryant this year in my fantasy drafts. Let's keep it moving, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, because we got to get into something. Listen, when we talk about putting the fun in functional sports media over here and functional sports radio, one guy that has given me a ton of content to talk about and put the fun in functional sports radio over the last couple of months have been the Ball family, mostly LeVar Ball. And I will say this as a disclaimer. Lonzo Ball has, you know, talk the right athlete talk i'm just happy to be here it's my dream to play for the lakers all this stuff even when he was introduced on wwe's monday night raw at the staples center but let me tell you something lonzo ball was named the mvp of the summer league okay lonzo ball 16.3 points a game 7.7 rebounds a game 9.3 assists a game he shot 38 percent from the field and more importantly the lakers won the title okay we're hearing that a lot more people showed up at laker games there was more buzz than with other rookies like brandon ingram julius randall d'angelo russell he had one game he went 36 11 and 8 i mean Lonzo Ball balled out and showed up in the summer league, and I think it's very important. He was still, even when talking to the media, kind of reserved. You know, he was asked about uh, one of the things he was doing was wearing a different brand of sneakers every day in, in his games during the summer league. You know, his first first game out, first two games, he was with the big baller brand, right? Then he was rocking Nike shoes. Then he was rocking Adidas shoes. Then he was rocking Under Armour shoes. Then he was rocking the Jordan brand. And they said, like, you know, are you trying to create a bidding war maybe for his brand? Remember the partnership with big baller brand, Triple B. And he was like, yeah, maybe it's something like that. But he didn't want to get into it. He wasn't as effusive as you know his dad was and I think that is the right move but I gotta tell you listen big shout out to Lonzo Ball I gotta tell you for real I mean I've been saying for a while that his dad was doing a disservice to his son making the expectations a little too crazy what Lonzo did over the summer league becoming the MVP and balling out I really truly want to tip my cap for him and maybe this is all gonna wind up with LeVar Ball being crazy like a fox and it all going down and selling his sneakers and whatnot let me tell you this is one data point that does lend itself to that the summer league the ratings for the summer league on espn this year were up 128 percent from last year 366,000 people watched it last year 
836,000 people watched it this year. It has the interest of people. He's going to be in La La Land, and the buzz is real. Now all he's got to do is back it up, but he certainly did, winning the MVP of the Summer League and leading the Lakers to the Summer League title. He can really do no more. So for now, I'm going to say, listen, Lonzo Ball, ball out. Are you truly the next Jason Kidd? I don't know just yet, but you definitely have a gift for passing and maybe even more leadership than we thought. Hey, yo, Chris, like I said, man, we have a potential upset brewing. What if I told you right now, what if I told you right now that we are a deadlock tie in the basketball region of our greatest movie, sports movie of all time? We have a one seed in action. The one seed hoop dreams is up against the eight seed above the rim. Chris, I want to get your thoughts in a hot second, but um, you know, above the rim to me was one of like Tupac's debuts, and I just wanted to mention that uh, you know, we put the fun and functional sports radio fantasy freestyle. You know how Speeds does. Uh, Suge Knight last week just said that he knows who killed Tupac. That it was actually employees at Death Row Records who are trying to kill Suge Knight in like a coup to take over Death Row Records. This is out. You can Google it. Check it out. Um, but that's what I think about. When I think above the rim and Tupac right now, though, literally, Chris, we have dozens of votes going on here, and it is literally 50-50 for this 1-8 matchup. Who you got in this matchup, Chris? You should look again because I just voted. Oh, you just, just voted. Oh, well, excuse me. And I told you how I felt about... Excuse uh, me. Dreams. You just voted. What do we got? Let me check. Let me check. With oh. the mirror, miracle of sports radio, you know, I could do a bunch of things at one time. Okay. We got above the rim. I know you like above the rim, huh? Well, it's more... You know what? It's also that I love the movie. I love Tupac in that movie. Um, I love Leon in that. He, I think he should... Fantastic, but I told you my thing about Hoop Dreams is that I don't think it should be in this bracket in general because it's a documentary, it's not a movie. This is the cinephile that is Chris Bavona. We might have to appease him. We'll see. You got time out there to go vote at FNTSY Radio or at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. If you feel strongly about one of these movies, please vote. We are in a virtual dead heat. When we come back, I'm going to go around the league, give you scores in Major League Baseball. Again, check in on any updates to these polls and tie a nice, neat little bow on it. Chris Bavona, the manimal, so hot that we sweat steam. And your boy Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician. Come on right back on the Fantasy Freestyle. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. This goes out to you. 
This goes out to you and you and you. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Let me tell you what's going on around Major League Baseball right now. The start of the game in Atlanta between the Cubs and Braves has been delayed due to weather. They still hope to get that in. In Miami, the Marlins are up 2-1 on the Phillies. That's in the third inning. Giancarlo Stanton has gone yard for his 29th home run of the year. The Cardinals are all over. Rafael Montero and the Mets, they are up 4-0 in City Field. That game in the third. Brewers up on the Pirates in the third inning, 3-0. Travis Shaw with his 21st home run of the year. The Orioles at home against the Rangers all over them right now. Baltimore with home runs from Trey Mancini, his 15th, and Chris Davis, his 15th. And I got to tell you something. Remember I told you how Carlos Correa was in my fantasy team and he's now out for six to eight weeks? Well, I picked up Zach Cozart to fill in for him on my fantasy team. And right now in Cincinnati, the Diamondbacks are up on the Reds. Robbie Ray has the lead, but the lone Reds run was a home run this 10th of the year by Zach Cozart. So I'm feeling okay at least for tonight. Right now, maybe people are listening to you, Chris. I don't know, but above the rim has inched ahead and now has a 51-49% lead on Hoop Dreams. Maybe people are listening to you, Chris, and betting with the movie over the documentary. This would be the first one seed in our tournament to go down, so if you feel strongly about it, get at us at FNTSY Radio. You could always follow me at Spittin' Speeds. I want to give a shout-out real quick to my man Howie Balaban. He always likes to uh, you know, respond to me on these polls. He says, Hoop Dreams is a nightmare it needs to lose so big shout out to Howie he agrees with you Chris Bavona also people agree with us that we are fading the Denver Broncos 10% of you think they're a threat to pick in the top 5 that is more than the only 1% at this point who think the Broncos right now with Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch are a Super Bowl contender. We'll stay in the AFC West tomorrow, previewing either the Chargers or the Raiders. We'll have more matchups in the greatest of all time sports movie. And who knows? There may be more Major League Baseball trades. I would not be surprised, but I'll be here to bring it to you right here on the Fantasy Freestyle Speeds, the spitting statistician on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network.